Hello, everyone. This is Clint Kaler. Thanks for connecting with us, and thanks for listening to our podcast series. Uh, One of the things that we're continually fighting for, uh, attempting to overcome and come against and drive towards and find greater and greater breakthrough towards is the establishment of the truth according to the purpose, uh, or as uh, Paul writes about, I, I say purpose, that's like a really big, broad, general word, especially in the Western world, because a purpose can be whatever you want to make it. But I'm talking about the eternal purpose of Christ, the reason that God made Christ a man, the eternal purpose of Christ, because there is a purpose and there is a means by which his purpose is brought, this is what the Bible says, the administration of the purpose. What are the, what are the things that we employ and what is the path that we take and what are the, the mindsets and the plans involved in order to begin to administrate the purpose of Christ in the earth? And even there's such a famine of the understanding of the truth of the Word of God concerning even the purpose of Christ, that uh, you have to start over from the beginning, it seems like, every time when you explain these things. But the purpose of Christ being that, uh, number one, it's it's multifaceted, okay, but it's all coming towards one finish line. The Let me state the finish line first. Here's the finish line that all things in heaven— and all things on earth would be united in Christ. That's Ephesians 1, 9, and 10 where it talks about that. And this entire plan is laid out very simply in Ephesians 1 uh, and some in Ephesians 2. So to bring to bring together or to unite all things in heaven and all things on earth in Christ. So Christ came, became a man He took off the outward form of God, put on the outward form of a man, and then expressed God's nature, ability, and power, and authority through the form of a man. And then he brought us into that manhood so that we could, and then gave us his spirit so we could express the power, authority, and ability of God through a man just like him. That's why it says he's the firstborn among many uh, many brothers. Another translation says among many just like him. But in order to get these things understood, in order to begin to take a solid path towards the expected outcome, the word of truth must be established and must be established clearly It must be established simply and it must be walked out, whether by life or by death. And the word of God I speak of, and this is the word of God as Paul talks about it, who wrote, of course, most of the New Testament, this word of God is concerning Christ, the mystery. And many times he mentions this and goes over it in detail, talks about it in different ways, but at the end of Romans he says, we preach Christ according to the mystery. And that context is the context that's missing. 
And because that context is missing, we are missing truth. We are missing rightly divided truth. So when we preach Christ according to the mystery, what are we teaching? What are we preaching? What are we expounding? What are we trying to settle uh, in ourselves? What are we what, what is the word that we are speaking and exhorting and rebuking and correcting with in order to bring people into maturity? It's that it's the word of Christ according to the mystery. And Christ according to the mystery, this word of God, is everything to do with uh, that all things in heaven and all things on earth would be united in Christ. This mystery is... First of all, of course, that the Jews are, are together with the Gentiles are to receive through the blessing of Abraham the promised Holy Spirit. So that the Spirit of God is not just for a chosen, uh, na- one chosen nation. It's for all nations who come into Christ. Now, when we preach Christ according to the mystery... This is what we're talking about, that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God would be made known, that God's plan before the foundation of the world would be in his wisdom in that plan and his excellence of this plan, that through a man, God could express the fullness of his deity, that through a man, God could partner and co-labor with a man, in a man, in order to bring about his will and every detail of his will on the earth, in the creation. And God is using man, not, not just any man, we're talking about the new man born from above, those who are in Christ, who leave their lives and conduct themselves as he conducts himself, that new man is charged and able to bring about and carry out and bring to fulfillment every detail of God's foreordained will from before the foundation of the world. What we're talking about here. Again, we're talking about that all things in heaven and all things on earth would be united in him. What does it mean to be united in Christ? That means that all of creation is going to be uh, translated out of corruption and into perfection. That is what happens when you are born from above. When you are born again, the Bible declares you have been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, which is such an important distinction to make because we're not just saying the kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God. We're saying the kingdom of his son. His son became a man. So there's a kingdom of his son that encompasses not only the earth, But also, as a man, Jesus is seated on the throne in heaven. So heaven and earth are to be encompassed by this kingdom. And that through this new man, we would begin to 
bring all things into Christ. We would begin to see all things brought into him. How are we going to do this? Well, Jesus demonstrated it simply. First of all, we have to proclaim, make a public proclamation with such authority and and uh, gravity that demands to be heard and obeyed. And that's what's missing so much from everyone's teaching and preaching today is there's no authority, there's no gravity, there's no there's no pr- public proclamation that's a imminent urgent there's no sense of urgency in this anymore. But we are those who carry this authority, this urgency, this gravity, this weight. And then he declares, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, cleanse lepers, freely release this kingdom. See, what is the kingdom? The kingdom is just what Jesus did. He went around doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. So first, we've got to make a public proclamation with a sense of urgency and a weight and a gravity that demands to be heard and obeyed because of authority. And then we have to liberate captives. We can't be those who say, well, Jesus is the one that used to liberate captives or the church and the first church, they liberate captives, but we're just here to to have coffee and tea and talk about the Bible. You have got to be a liberator. If the liberator of captives lives in you, you will liberate captives, period. So we've got to liberate those taken captive by corruption. And in doing so, this is the this is the last word Jesus gave in Matthew 28. This is how he summed up his mission. He said, go and make disciples of all nations. Bring all people groups into me and into maturity. Develop them until they walk like me, talk like me, function like me, do what I did and greater. And you get all nations functioning and operating in that maturity. Now, what do we have beginning to happen? We have all things in heaven and all things in earth beginning to be united in Christ. This is the establishment of God's uh, order through righteousness, through the destruction of the works of the enemy. Until, as it says in Hebrews 2.14, that through his death, he might destroy the one who holds the dominion of death. And that word destroy means to make of no effect. That through Jesus' death, the nations would arise in into him and throw off the effects of corruption, throw off the effects of death, throw off the effects of sin, throw off the effects of hell, and to make of none effect the one who holds the dominion of death. That is your purpose. And you've got to get yourself, you've got to bring your entire being to focus and to bear down on this one 
purpose to to walk into that to grow up into him who is that this is the purpose of the church this is what god's doing in every believer all over the world and this is the expected end to unite all things in heaven and all things on earth in Christ until the one who holds the dominion of death is made of no effect in Jesus name.